1: Oh, I want to learn Francais, so when I go to Francais I can speak French Français. with the person in You go to Quebec. But really I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone.
0: That's amazing.
1: They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and they have 25 languages offered you have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language there aren't english translations, so you really learn to speak you listen you think in the language with rosetta stone and it has an intuitive process so you pick up the language naturally first words then phrases then sentences which means it's designed for long-term retention and
0: for fifty percent off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's fifty percent off unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at rosettastone.com slash who today. you yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: To be Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
0: I'm Lindsey Weber.
1: And you're Lindsey Weber, podcaster. You're not Lindsey Weber, story Hollywood producer. <laughs> She's
0: a Hollywood spelled producer. the same way.
1: Both. What's crazy is that both Lindsey and Weber are spelled the same way. That's wild. That's the problem.
0: That's the. There's issue. so many different Lindsays and
1: Webers, and you have the rare Lindsey and the rare Weber.
0: I mean, I've been ruining this woman's SEO for like 10 years now. I will say like she Now she's
1: ruining yours.
0: <laughs> she is. She was JJ Abrams' number 1. I'm sure somebody out there knows her. Tell her I apologize. And actually, <laughs> tell her to come for her people because they're harassing me. She was JJ Abrams' like number 2 for a long time. She worked with his mm-hmm. production company, and when I moved to LA, there were all these posters for Cloverfield 2 or like the Cloverfield sequel. And her mm-hmm. name was on them. And I remember people thinking that I was moving to L.A. to do that. And I was like, what do you think my job like, – <laughs> like,
1: what – how do you think I <laughs> – Suddenly <I'm> relocating doing... – <laughs> suddenly relocating from New York to L.A. to, to become a, a Hollywood producer. <laughs> 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 I was like, you have a lot Maine. of faith.
0: yeah.' And uh, – <laughs> yeah, that was it. And uh, now she is oh. – she has her own production company, pretty sure. And, I mean, facts could be wrong. I don't know. And – she is producing her own thing, and it's the Lord of the Rings spin-off TV show series.
1: The, the pre prequel. Prequel. I, I can't. I hate. It's the one that Jeff Bezos was like. We need Amazon Prime Video. To be taken seriously, I'm going to spend a billion dollars on this show.
0: The main difference between me and other Lindsay Weber is that I've never seen A Lord of the Rings. She's
1: <laughs> crafting difference.
0: the sequel, prequel. And anyways, guess who's getting, because this girl is smartly not online, she, she somehow force, foresaw... This was going to be an issue for herself.
1: She's a soothsayer.
0: I'm getting all of the complaints about "quote unquote" woke elves, and I don't mm-hmm. even know what she had said. And then I went to the article, and it's like, yeah, we're like making Lord of the Rings with like less white people in it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The and then fans all of the toxic LOTR fans are like, it should only be white people.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, at Lindsey Weber. <laughs> no, and I'm like, what? I'm like, who? I'm like, block. I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: The toxic L.O.T.R. fandom is coming for the wrong Lindsay Webber. I
0: finally understand who, what Michelle Williams feels like. The other one. <laughs> the other one.
1: You could mean any of them. That's the thing. You could mean either Michelle Williams. No,
0: I mean but now you, Destiny's am, now you relate. Child Michelle Williams because she's the one seeing it. Michelle Williams, other Michelle Williams isn't online. The I, I'm definitely Michelle Williams Destiny's Child because... Mm. Michelle Williams, Oscar's Michelle Williams, isn't online well, like, to see any of the responses that she gets to anything she does. Therefore, I'm me and Michelle Williams, Destiny's Child are like the the garbage men cleaning up the replies.
1: You know, we're you like know saying people people are more toxic to white Michelle Williams. People are nastier to her. And Michelle Williams, Destiny's child Michelle Williams, has to clean up Okay,
0: that's probably trash. not true, but what I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not even about how nasty people are to either of them. I'm sure people are nasty to and both of are, them.
1: People are probably nasty to both Michelle right. Williams' online. I think Come it's on. more
0: just that one is not online and the other is, so the one who was online sees all shoulders of the nastiness. Shoulders the whole burden. Yeah. She shoulders
1: the entire burden. I, mean, I see what you're I saying. I luckily, now.
0: as me, me, Lindsay Weber, podcaster, Lindsay podcaster, I don't get nastiness like that. For mm-hmm. now. And but this lit this Lindsay Weber. Lindsay is getting, producer. She's getting gets Lindsay nastiness. producer's getting nastiness that she'll Lindsay, never see. If Lindsay she wants producer. to reach out, I'll read her the replies. Just kidding. I will not <laughs> read her the replies. If she wants to reach out, you know, and I can apologize for fucking up her SEO. Although you're right, she's having her comeuppance against me. She
1: doesn't need SEO. No, I know. You know, like these people don't need I know. SEO. No one it's needs like, to Google Lindsay Weber. If you're in Hollywood, you know Lindsay Weber. Let's move on to Super Bowl. More breaking news, which is that the Super Bowl was last night. People are wondering. What's gotten into Lindsay? She's never been sharper. This basketball star married himself in
0: 1996.
1: Who is Dennis Rodman? Correct. Son of a... She's sleeping better than ever, which the paparazzi aren't thrilled about. (laughs) I miss Lindsay! She's even more productive, trading DUIs for DIY.
0: The verdict is...
1: Gorgeous. Maybe it's not what's gotten into Lindsay it's
0: what lindsay's gotten into hey william
1: planet fitness get glowing and feel spectacular it really bothered me and here's what here's what the problem was uh-oh i went to just jared yesterday just to be in my safe space my happy place
0: you said the sports are on i feel uncomfortable nothing here is for me i feel weird let me go to just jared i know i'll understand what's going on at just I jared
1: i know i'll feel welcome and instead, here are some headlines it's like I got on Like walking into a Just gay Jared. bar and
0: then and then this exactly.
1: No, yes, it's like walking into a gay bar and bar and seeing Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell and being like, I'm gonna fucking scream. Wait, can you
0: imagine Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell hanging out at Julius, like at the bar? You like walk in, you're like, oh, being at Julius, I love it.
1: Thank like... God the door doesn't have glass in it because if I slammed it, it would shatter. You know, like I would lose my mind. And I'm dying to – I want to sit at the corner at the Julius, but I want to sit right at the corner, my favorite little spot. And you walk in, and all the seats are open but the corner, and it's Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell. Sorry,
0: oh. Bobby, your seat's not available. Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell are filming – they're filming a commercial for diapers. Uh, They've paid out the bar today to film their diapers commercial in the bar.
1: God. I'm by no means a regular at Julius, but I love Julius, and that would make me want to – Die. So similarly, I opened up Just Jared and I saw these headlines. And if I had been drinking a Diet Coke, I would have squeezed the can and the aluminum would have dug into my hands and I would have bled. Who is Cooper Cup's wife? Meet Anna Marie Cup. Then we have Super Bowl 2022 salaries revealed, and the highest paid player is not Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow. Okay. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr.'s girlfriend, Lauren Wood, could give birth during Super Bowl 2022. Then we have, who is Aaron Donald's wife? Meet Erica Donald. <laughs> then we have Tyler Boyd's daughter, Taylin. Cute family photos. I'm furious. Okay, Leave me I, alone.
0: I found a good Just Jared-esque, actually it wasn't on Just Jared, it's on Us Weekly Super Bowl headline that I feel like you would like. How about this? Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. okay. Bachelor's Hannah Ann Sluss reveals she's dating L.A. Rams' Jake Funk ahead of Super Bowl 22. Yep. Sluss and Funk. Sluss and Funk. I mean,
1: thank God Sluss is there to ground me because I'm familiar with Hannah and Sluss. Bring in to Sluss. Bring in to Funk. Here's the thing.
0: (laughs) Sluss and Funk definitely funked at the SoFi Marriott hotel room promo. No. Oh, my God. Sluss and Funk. Sluss and Funk made their way up to the find that little hotel room and they funked on one of those (laughs) beds. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: I can't even get into the whole... There, there were a couple of haters, speaking of the Super Bowl, speaking of Mary J. Blige and needing hateration and holleration.
0: In this dance soiree?
1: Exact dance soiree. <laughs> dance soiree them. No, dance soiree who? Dance soiree them.
0: I never thought it was dance soiree. She says dance but she's saying dance soiree. Dance soiree. soiree.
1: She says that she said dance soiree, dance soiree, back years ago, and she's like, no, it's not dance First of all, one of the greatest songs that will ever be written in my life. But lifetime, I think it because
0: dance soiree does not rhyme with the what she says before it too. Yeah, so it's so
1: she's a poet, so she pronounces it dance soiree.
0: Yeah, as opposed to dance soiree, which we all thought it was, which is not even really a word. Which is a made-up word by Mary J. Blige. But it could be fine. Dance soiree is well, a fine. Makes,
1: Perfect sense when you hear dancery, you're like, oh, the place where you dance. It's a dancery. Dance soiree who dancery them. Sure. Because I still think people don't know that. And also, I think people want to reject that because I was thinking about that last night when I was watching the clip because I did watch the halftime show. I did not watch the Super Bowl, but I watched the halftime show. And I was like, didn't she say at one point that it was dance soiree? And she did, but I couldn't find video of it. So if you have the video of her saying that, I could use the actual. Reminder
0: the thing about the Super Bowl that it it you know we do have to admit that it is the one sporting event of the year where the most celebrities come out Mm -hmm. and it was in LA it was in LA the mix of Super Bowl celebrities love Super Bowl and celebrities in the Super Bowl ads and it's in LA we had a huge amount of who's and them's come out to the Super Bowl and just party at party Super Bowl parties you know we had Mm -hmm. We had the Clutch Sports Group X UTA dinner. We had mm-hmm. the uh, Sports Illustrated The Party X Palm Tree Crew event. We had uh, we had Frito the, Lay's uh, Caye de Crunch
1: experience. <laughs>
0: At LA Live, we had Michael Rubin's Fanatic Super Bowl party in LA. We had, what other ones? A lot of Michael Rubin's. There was
1: one more. There was Justin Bieber Super Bowl weekend show.
0: Oh, sure, 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 Mm -hmm. sure, 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 Mm -hmm. sure, sure. sure. But
1: most of the people, most of the girlies were at Michael Rubin's Fanatic Super Bowl party at Spago.
0: Only Charlie Puth went to the uh, Frito-Lay Calle de Crunch experience because he was in one of the, he's in a Hot Cheetos ad.
1: Wearing... An outfit I admire. Just
0: trying like dress I, like how you want to dress. Is that what you're when that to say? popped
1: up? When that popped up on the Who feed, he posted some Instagram story that, like, I don't know. I, I, based on my really quick view, was potentially gay baiting. Okay, I was like, okay. I don't know.
0: If he wears a nice shirt, you call it gay baiting. FYI,
1: <laughs> this is annoying. Well, like this pleated big pant, you know.
0: Yeah, but that's, like, in style now. I know, I know. I
1: know, that's what I'm saying. it. Look, he looks nice. But the point is, when I saw the outfit, I was like, he looks nice. But then I realized he wore it to the frito Lake Cayeta Crunch experience. And I was like, I'm no longer admiring what he's doing here.
0: <laughs> I like this photo. Um, Guy Fieri poses with Olivia Culpo ahead of Super Bowl at the Sports <laughs> Illustrated, the Party X Palm Tree Crew event. I like those types mm-hmm. of photos where you get unlikely people posing with each other because they just happen to be at the same Party, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which which is he looks
1: he looks funny. I saw uh, someone point out that Guy Fieri at the Super Bowl wore the exact same outfit that he wore in his Super Bowl commercial to the Super Bowl. That's
0: incredible. (laughs) That's continuity. It's smart. That's literal continuity. It's continuity. (laughs) Um, I thought of you because I saw this one. Ryan Phillippe, 47, Uh enjoys some bonding time with his lookalike son, Deacon, 18, at Michael Rubin's 2022 Fanatics Super Bowl party. How do you feel about them finally recognizing in print that he looks like his son?
1: Well, no, they're still, they're still, oh, they're only saying the son can look like daddy. We still have gender issues. Oh, how dare a son look like mommy? How dare a daughter look like daddy? Oh, like, I forgot. We still have issues here. I forgot that there you're mad at, at the, the fact yeah. that the
0: daughter doesn't look like him, according to the yeah. press. Okay, sorry, I yeah. mixed up. I mixed up. So we had Super Bowl parties all day. The, the Super Bowl will come back in this show. We just need to move on because or else we'll just talk about this forever. But there were a lot of yes. um who's and them's at the Super Bowl and at parties surrounding the Super Bowl.
1: Well, of the whos and them's, though, Michael Rubin is a guy that is a seasonal them. He's just a rich guy. He owns the CEO of Fanatics, the company that sells all this sports merch. But he always gets gossip headlines at the Super Bowl because he throws, throws a big like, party. he does Super Bowl related stuff every year because of Fanatics. So it's like I only see this name one day a year.
0: It's his holiday, you know. Yeah. And it's he had his a party holiday. at Spago, which is truly like vintage vibes, you know
1: Mm mm-hmm it's vintage vibes um Lindsay, i think you have a song to play (laughs) Benana, what will these two do today coffee blocks daily tasks only sometimes wearing masks b-o-n-a-n-z-a it girl and a divorcee they're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs b-e-n-a-n-a let's update their dossier
0: Played that in honor of the Deep Water teaser getting dropped first thing Valentine's Day. I feel like I feel like J Lo should sue for this one. I mean, we always joke that she should sue for anything involving this movie, but dropping it (laughs) first thing Valentine's Day. I mean, they have to. I mean, it makes sense.
1: I mean. Uh, the teaser for Deepwater was maybe 60 percent as good as Mary Me is in Toto. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And I don't even say that to disrespect Mary Me, I'm saying that because the teaser is so fucking good. and is it? Too hot. it's too it's too uncomfortably odd. hot. It's like, what are they doing off frame? You love me?
0: Of course. I will say that the teaser for Deep Water has more sexual chemistry in 15 seconds than all of *Marry Me*. That's true for sure. I enjoyed *Marry That's Me* true. in its absurdity, but I
1: just found it hard to believe that Jennifer Lopez could have stayed married to Ellen DeGeneres for that long. <laughs> you know, like I had a problem with that. I
0: had I had a hard time believing those two ever. Touched bodies, and in this tra- <laughs> teaser trailer, you're like, Can somebody call the intimacy coordinator because things are getting too hot and we're gonna get sued? <laughs> you imagine being the intimacy coordinator on this set, you, you had to be like, You keep putting little pieces of paper like between, <laughs> <You're> like, no,
1: <laughs> no. We've gone through six intimacy coordinators and we've only shot 20% of the script. <laughs>
0: They all keep quitting.
1: They all keep quitting. I can't do this. They're like
0: this is not the point.
1: Nor or they're just like this is too sexy. I I cannot do this job. I'm getting a new career. This is too sexy. I straight up think, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, how do you know? She's giving <laughs> okay, Ben a handjob wow. in this video, right? Like, Ew. she's giving Ben a handjob in the teaser, right? Or Somebody's
0: giving she, somebody a handjob. Yeah, of course.
1: There is hand, The thing is, there's hand stuff happening in the Deepwater there's trailer. There's hand and stuff they're,
0: happening, yes. And,
1: they're, and it's very clear that that's what... It's so, like, deliciously tense because <laughs> they know that, like, oh, this is a TVPG trailer that we can drop anywhere. But we're gonna play eerie music and leave these like lingering shots on Ben and Anna's faces. So like you know that there's hand stuff happening, but we can't say we that there's know. hand stuff happening. Okay, <laughs> yes. I
0: think anyone who sees this t- teaser, this fifteen second teaser, we will know exactly that what's happening. You going know on. that
1: there's hand stuff happening in Anyways, the teaser for Deepwater. The
0: Deep Deepwater is out March eighteenth. We will keep updating and uh you know there'll be more where this came from all over on the Patreon. So stay over tuned. Over on the Patreon. <laughs> I
1: can't wait. The tagline is so good. The love story is never the whole story. Well,
0: because remember there, you know. I'm sure there's a
1: couple of whole stories in this movie.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I'm quitting. I'm the intimacy coordinator and I just quit with that whole joke. Ew.
1: Ew. Hey, we got the E on there. We're explicit.
0: Why are you the only man who wants to stay with me?
1: Michael Sheen's Michael Sheen's daughter has face blindness for her dad, Michael Sheen, and Andy Serkis. Lily Mo Sheen <laughs> thought Andy Serkis, who alike. played Golem, Gollum, Smeagol,
0: <laughs> Smeagol, and Gollum. And an ape. And um, what's his face in um, Harry Potter? The the Dobby, right?
1: He was Dobby, too.
0: I think he's been every creature like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, don't know. I don't
0: know. Isn't he also an this... avatar? He's in every... He's the Dots he's King. Talk about Dots. Oh, that he's guy. the king of Dots. He has the Dots tattooed. They don't come off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the Dots King. Oh, my God. He's the Dots King. So Dots King told a story while promoting his new movie, The Batman. Wait, in which I'm sorry, he but... plays Alfred. Huh? Oh,
0: he's a real man in that. No, he's dots. a real man.
1: <laughs> he's a real man. <laughs> That'd be funny if, for some reason, Alfred was a CGI character. <laughs> they
0: said Andy Serkis refuses to work outside of the dots.
1: <laughs> he does.
0: He. He steps outside the dots occasionally. He does, he does. Step outside the dots. It's very antiquated to be like Andy Serkis only does dots because he has done quite a few man roles of recent too.
1: I'm Andy Serkis and this is how you play a talking ape, believably. The greatest uh, mystery about performance capture is there is no mystery. It's the same as acting. (laughs) Because he's like a, he's in Venom and he's like a, like a big buff. He's above. He's a Jack Reacher guy. He's like a big buff guy. But that's dots.
0: They give him a whole body. He's dots. Dots. Oh, I thought
1: that was his. I thought that was his big body. I don't think he has a big body. Isn't he short? (laughs) So he's okay. Caesar the ape and War for the Planet of the Apes. He's oh, he's Baloo. He's the ape, uh, gorilla, chimpanzee in the Mowgli movie because he, I think, directed that Netflix Jungle Book movie that really sucks. This is boring at this point.
0: Yeah, this is boring at this point. We don't need to go through Andy Circus IMDb, but so Andy
1: Circus without dots on looks enough like Michael Sheen that they're that his daughter with whom he shares whom he shares with Kate Beckinsale was thought that Andy Circus was Michael Sheen.
0: Many of these Super Bowl parties speaking <laughs> yes. of callbacks.
1: So he told this to the Guardian, and he said, "I got off a plane coming back from L.A., and the child of Kate Beckinsale and Sheen ran up to me, thinking I was her dad."
0: Wow, (laughs) wow,
1: that's so embarrassing. That's so weird. So, what a weird story to tell. That's weird. Have you ever gotten in the wrong car? Like I remember, I was in like eighth grade, yes. and I got into the wrong car because I thought it was my dad's truck. Yes. <laughs> I was like, "Hi!" And it I was mean, just I get a into random the wrong dad
0: Uber constantly. But you know, yes, Uh-oh. I've gotten into the wrong car. Hum- no, I started. I started checking license plates now because it's a bad
1: vibe. You gotta check license plates.
0: You gotta check license plates. Anyways, we don't need to talk about any more of this.
1: We don't need to talk about Lily Sheen.
0: No, we've talked about her, Lily Mosheen.
1: Timmy referred to her as an upcoming nepotism actress, which made me laugh. That's actually probably true. She's definitely true. on the come up. It's but I true. have to upcoming say, if nepotism. Kate Beckinsale
0: was your mom, you'd have she has a lot of tolerance. I'll say, like, I, she mm-hmm. really. Put, I I would be like, mom, stop. You know, mom, stop. If mom, stop.
1: if if Kate Beckinsale were my mom, I'd go into medicine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. it's you true. Know? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> you'd go to med school. It's true. I, I'd go into medicine.
0: Plus her surprising and affordable beauty secret. Take a look. Aside from your line, what's one beauty secret of yours? Um, I had a doctor who told me that she had a patient who was in her 90s and had the most incredible skin and that this woman was constantly uh, uh, putting buttermilk, quite a lot of it in her bath. I quite frequently will dump two or or three quarts of buttermilk in the bathtub.
1: Moving on, uh, why should I care that unorthodox is coming back and that Julia Hart is going to return to the public consciousness. I
0: would say you shouldn't care because I thought season of one of that show was like
1: kind of bleh. I didn't watch it because you didn't like it, but but, now everyone's talking about it.
0: Well, everyone, page six has had 12 headlines about this show. What's funny is, so they've had all these headlines about these couples, about the couple, about Julia Hart and her now ex-husband. Then they had the headline that really sealed the deal, which was... Julia Hart fired with Netflix cameras rolling and there's no prenup, which is like basically all the point of all of these headlines, they summed it up being like, do you understand what this means? This is all going to be on the show and this includes mm-hmm. – Uh, Julia Hart's ex-staff She was an entitled nightmare Who made us cry Julia Hart seeks restraining order From abusive and unhinged Silvio Scaglia Julia Hart's Mm -hmm. husband sues Accusing her of illegally Snatching $850,000 Julia Hart filed for divorce From husband after being fired From elite world group Those were not in order By the way It's just like She got fired She filed for divorce She asked for a restraining order. Her husband leaked uh, definitely bad stuff about her to the press, about her being entitled Mm -hmm. or whatever. And now it's a fucking mess because there's no prenup.
1: But uh, I I feel like we have to be clear. All of those headlines that Lindsay read were released in the span of three days. Yeah. They were all released from February 9th to February 12th.
0: I think that whoever – sorry, these two who are writing, Sarah Nathan and uh, Mara Siegler Siegler. are literally – taking fielding calls from both sides of this story both people both uh julia and Left silvio and, right. and they're just mm-hmm. publishing as much as they can because
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we're getting everything we're getting it's some like funny it's stuff. like point counterpoint point counterpoint yeah. all these headlines yeah um yeah. and it's working and it's also it makes sense for the new york post because it's a very new York story like all oh, this takes place and like it's you a know, perfect new york story among the millionaires and billionaires in new york city because well, so. even
0: without the netflix show which honestly is so much more about like judaism than i feel like this even is anymore <laughs> like this isn't even gonna be about the idea that she was like an orthodox jew before this well, like maybe it, the
1: second season is is more yeah. m- right appealing because it's about more than one thing you know mm,
0: right and also there was a lot of kind of like not mistruths but like kind of things that weren't fully explained in the first season for a reason Mm -hmm. like it was more complicated than it looked as to how she got where she was and people pointed that out you know like she runs the company her husband started like how did that happen I don't know you know what I mean whether Mm -hmm. or not she's good at it it's like that's how she got there you know
1: Mm-hmm. but
0: my point is is she that she
1: told Uba Hassan that her <laughs> pot sauce idea was a good one you know <laughs> like,
0: either way I feel like season 2 because of all these headlines which I've now collected here and read to you are is going to be a banger
1: okay well I'm gonna have to watch I'm gonna have to watch the first season then no you're Whatever. not no you that. don't no you don't I can because here's my trick when I watch uh, docu-series 1.5x
0: okay but it's all
1: about 1.5x <laughs> alright this is the perfect show for 1.5x you know? She
0: and her daughter both got divorces this year from their from their husbands.
1: Lindsay, you're doing promo for the show. This is working. This is working <laughs> on me.
0: Marry me. Marry me. Say no. Okay. <laughs> marry me. G- Timmy wants to know if marry me is worth seeing in a theater or should I watch at home or he just, just tech- skip? I just saw that text.
1: <laughs> Timmy, we're going to respond to you on mic. It's worth watching in a theater. If I agree. You go with people. Definitely. It's fun to hoot. If you it's go with It's a great friends. movie to hoot and holler at. And if yeah. you
0: watch it at home, you'll definitely get distracted. In a theater, you focus very much on my favorite song, Church. Feel it in my got you in my I got you in my head. No, seriously, Church is a banger. Church is amazing.
1: Church is a good song. Yeah, Church is a good song, and yeah. she wears like, how did you describe it?
0: It's a pussy, pussy cross. Pussy
1: cross. Pussy cross. It's a cross. Incredible.
0: It's, it's a cross that literally starts from her, suit. from her pussy. Wow,
1: you got mad at me for my deep water puns, and you're out here saying cross pussy like. You <laughs> five said. Later.
0: You asked. Okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, I did. You know. Yeah, I know what I said. Church. Church. <laughs> church. 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 That movie, I know we're going to talk about it on the Patreon, but we that really movie are. is is uh, of all the things that it does clunkily and maybe straight up gets wrong about fame and like the way that uh you know the inner circles operate. Who I mean honestly who cares? Yeah. Something that I thought was very funny yeah, is the the recurring joke that she that so much of her life is, revolves around sponsored content despite the fact that she's very successful and rich. I thought that was very funny. That she's like, no, this is my, like the the banality of Spawn. I think it did a really good job of showing that, you know? And I think
0: people could go in and say, this someone who's this famous would not do Spawn like this. But the answer is they actually would do Spawn like they that. Would. They would. Actually, she actually would Did you watch the Vitamix. Super Bowl last night? Yeah, right. Did that's, you watch the Super Bowl last that's night? A ver- and that's exactly, <laughs> <I didn't, but>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the point where it's like, there is no amount of money off the table for these people if if mm-hmm. the right thing comes along. So yeah.
1: Larry David did Spawn for crypto last night. He's like a billionaire. Yeah. Well, not quite, but close. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff.
0: Moving on. Speaking of TV, or not
1: TV. Oh my God. So here's where I fucked up. The clip of Brooklyn Beckham making Nicola Peltz a heart-shaped pizza for Valentine's Day on Vogue was not cooking with Brooklyn. It was cooking with Brooklyn with a G.
0: What? What? There's two shows.
1: Vogue has a. There are two shows, Lindsay, and this is what blew my mind. But that not one's on a show. One's just a series. Vogue has a mini series that's they've done a couple of installments called Cooking with Brooklyn.
0: And that did not cost C O O K I N G a hundred thousand dollars per episode. Done
1: by Vogue. Then there's Cooking with Brooklyn, C O O K I N apostrophe Facebook. That's a Facebook show. Show. And the the girlies over at the New York Post found out that that show, I guess they got calls from unhappy crew members or just like nonplussed crew members who said, this show is a disaster. Brooklyn's f- fucking incompetent. I'm paraphrasing. And this show costs $100,000 an what episode. What I
0: love about this is that you and I, very early in this cooking thing that Brooklyn Beckham decided he wanted to do, we mm-hmm. noticed that he couldn't cook. Like we seriously, and not even in kind of in a mean way, but in in a more of just a like objective hey, it's kind of weird that Brooklyn Beckham has been making these videos on Instagram in which he cooks something and he's not that good at cooking, right? Interesting, right? His third semi-career. And now it's really come to a head because he's pushed this cooking thing as far as, you know, the same trajectory that you would if you were a relatively famous up-and-coming cook who was hot or whatever. You get your TV deal, you start your show, and now what we originally said... Is coming back to bite him because everyone's like he doesn't actually know how to cook that well, <laughs> and the show I mean, isn't at like, all. And the show isn't like Selena's Selena versus Chef or Selena and Chef, which is a great concept because she doesn't know how <laughs> to. Selena <cook>.
1: versus <laughs> Chef is a good idea.
0: <laughs> well, she doesn't know how to cook, and that's like kind of the point of it. It makes it delightful. Yeah, it's it's yeah. delightful. She's char-
1: she's a charming personality, and the and the point is that she's a charming personality.
0: Bookland Beckham is like, no, I am the chef, and it's like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs>
1: My name is Brooklyn Beckham, and I just love to cook. Mm, I don't lie about food. Beckham. <laughs> I'm not a chef yet. This is the very start of my food journey.
0: Oh, wow, you got it. <laughs> it really transforms the flavor. Uh, I love making food for people that I love and that I enjoy hanging out with. You're
1: definitely getting the hints of that wine out of Yeah. You? Brooklyn just so happens to be the first person to ever teach me how to cook something. I'm gonna work my ass off and see where I get. Getting goosebumps about it. I'm so excited.
0: Brooklyn Beckham's cooking show has a problem. He doesn't know how.
1: <laughs> and that was the New York Post story that the Daily Mail is aggregating. But yeah. their headline was "The Price of Nepotism: colon, Brooklyn Beckham's Eight-Minute Cookery Show in This Cookery Cookery Show cost 100K to Film," making him wait. Sorry. Brooklyn Beckham's eight minute cookery show cost 100K to film him making a all caps sandwich with budding chef unable to cook a hash brown unassisted.
0: I'm sorry, this headline got away from them. We have,
1: we, we, it really did. we really did it really not need did.
0: anything after sandwich. We did not need, you could have saved that with budding chef unable to cook a hash brown unassisted.
1: He can't even cook a hash brown unassisted.
0: <laughs> it took a team of 62 professionals. <laughs> to help him demonstrate how to make a sandwich, including a culinary producer who approves the recipes, five camera operators, and nine producers. Quote, it's unheard of, a senior TV executive told The Post. It's the sort of crewing you'd expect on a big TV show.
1: He makes fish and chips. Um, uh, So that's cooking with Brooklyn. And uh, in the episode that I watched, he does sushi. Lindsay, I don't know if the... I I, I uploaded I the watched it. file... To the dock. yeah it's bad as bad as you think he goes to nobu and he's like he shows up and he's like so today i'm gonna i'm gonna head over uh to my friend nobu's restaurant he's friends with my family he's friends with my fiance i always go to his restaurants on date nights and it's like i cannot deal with brooklyn beckham <laughs> how old is he 26 like this is my friend nobu yeah. This like yeah, 79 yeah. year old yeah. iconic chef yeah, like what
0: yeah. he's not your friend <laughs>
1: and, and nobu is like the sweet like everyone we like Nobu has been famous for long enough that, like, we've seen footage of Nobu forever. The fact that Nobu um, like, is a real person is shocking to me. But he's – but the thing about Nobu is that he's, like, in every video that he makes with a celebrity or a shepherd or whatever, when people go and profile him, like, he's the sweetest man. And so it's just, like, when he when Brooklyn shows up, he's being sweet to Brooklyn in your life. And you're, like, God, like, Nobu is so nice. He doesn't realize that he's, like, emboldening Brooklyn Beckham to, like, continue yeah, faking. he like, should, it, he should know that me. he's doing a bad thing. Anyway, he does this thing that it happens several times throughout the, this course of this episode that I watched, but maybe you'll be able to tell over our headphones on our call, but I put the actual audio that I clipped in the in the drive but he has um what's his name over Asante Black. What shows he on? I don't know. this is us. Oh okay. So he has Asante black over and he's like, we're gonna make we're gonna make sushi. Because, because Asante, I learned how to do it like, from Nobu. Yes. And he's like, Asante is my friend, and he like famously hates sh- sushi. Like, I know this about him, he doesn't like sushi. So I'm gonna teach him how to make sushi and maybe he'll like grow some appreciation for sushi and he'll like sushi, okay? So he's he's showing him like the fish that he's gonna make, and Asante has an actual question about like the fish. I don't remember the type of fish, but it's in this clip. And Brooklyn begins an explanation and then it cuts away to just show a photo of the fish, and then you hear Obviously, like ADR, like new audio that he was scripted to explain the fish, but it was clearly recorded on like an iPhone. What's this? Is it the, the, you said it's Hamachi? Is that what it's called? Yeah, this is, this is called Hamachi. Gotcha. is a specific catch, Yellowtail, that you can find in sushi bars. So, no, what he goes, oh, it's oh. a specific. It's a specific yellowtail that you can find in sushi bars. It's like, yeah, you added that at the end because you don't know these things. The whole show is him pretending to know things, pretending to know how to to, pretending to know cooking techniques, which he clearly just learned ten seconds ago from, you know, the what was the name of this person? The culinary producer who was probably an intimacy coordinator on Deepwater, quit her job to start something else. Truly. (laughs) You know? Truly. Truly. It's it's as bad as it's as bad as this. But it costs $100,000 an episode. So it's glossy, right? So it looks good.
0: And that's not even like his payment. It's not even his salary.
1: The Post got this headline, which... Kills me. He is to cooking what his mother posh was to singing. That's a little rude. But then it goes, Apparently this guy has to be shown really basic things and has a cheat sheet of expressions from whisk to parboil, several illustrated with pictures. Everything he does is directed by his parents. Victoria pulled strings for him in fashion photography at first. Now with cooking, he has Gordon Ramsay as a family friend. Gordon advised them to put as much money into it as they could. So we can all blame, allegedly, apparently, Gordon Ramsay for this Mm. that's crazy to me that this was Gordon Ramsay's idea
0: it's not that crazy it's like friends (laughs) of friends and friends of friends and this guy it's like favors it's like it's all these are favors you know
1: yeah yeah ugh Ugh, right. it's bad. Love it. So Brooklyn is getting the dough out of the fridge, and then we are going to make two separate pizzas and see oh. which one turns out the best. It's are we actually going to cut the heart? Yes. No, it looks so pretty without with, in one prompt. No, I'm going to break your heart today on Valentine's Day. Jesus. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, Tien Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's <laughs> sports. You sort are. of, Kind you of. are. A little you bit. You are. You are.
0: Chloe, Bailey, and Gunna are not cousins. They're ga- they're dating. I don't even remember why we thought it was cousins and not dating. But that's like a pretty funny. That's the most notable thing about this relationship is that they're not cousins. Like I
1: think it was a quote out of context. And I don't even think the quote was from one of them. I think it was like, no, they're not dating. They're just cousins. And everyone was like, they're cousins. They're not <laughs> dating. And then it was like, we're not cousins and we are dating. And so.
0: Right. Like they are dating. They even put out a song together. That's called you and me like a romantic song I fuck song. you right I
1: will I
0: fuck you right I will Oh oh oh, oh. I fuck you right I will I fuck you right I will
1: Oh 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 I oh, right oh. I will I fuck you right I will And I think that they, I mean, it seems like they are actually dating. They are actually dating. This seems real. It doesn't seem like we're being played. One of the telltale signs, which we'll uh, expand on later in this episode, we haven't, we don't have uh, public photos of them smooching, Mm. but we do have public photos of them holding hands, which Uh is, you know, something. It's more than nothing. Uh Uh-huh. So we have Chloe and Gunna, remember this for later, they've been spotted holding hands and they released a song called, as you said, You and Me. I think those are strike one and strike two for, or point one and point two for actually in a relationship. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Moving on, we have Tay Diggs and April Jones. They're apparently actually really dating at this point. Who is April Jones again?
0: They're doing dance videos together on like TikTok and Instagram, essentially. So people were like, wow, this was unexpected and cute, you know?
1: It's not kissing and it's not holding hands, but it's kind of dance. intimate in-home choreo. <laughs> intimate in-home choreo. I think choreo. that's. I intimate think that that's in-home just choreo as, is huge, intimate though. Intimate in-home choreo, I think, is just as good yeah. as holding hands and releasing a right. sexy song together. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Well, Your love it
1: like my mama's mac and cheese. Your love it. is like. You, you want me to harmonize, or you want me to come I want in? you to
0: freaking yeah. listen first.
1: <laughs> first, how about that? Could you not just? Tear up what I created. Listen to it first. That's the problem with young people today. Y'all think y'all can do everything. <laughs> you don't yeah, like to. I don't care. And old people don't like to explain. Y'all so fucking impatient. Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> y'all love is like y'all love
1: is like my mama's mac and cheese. Y'all love is like my, my mama's mac
0: mama. and <laughs> cheese. <laughs> April. April Jones is Omarion's ex, who was in the middle mm-hmm. of the Mo- Omarion Little Fizz drama, which is actually yes. she okay. she almost broke up uh B2K.
1: Yes, she but then didn't because the yeah. it was it would never be her fault. It's not her fault. If okay. they did break up, it would be the men, you know, being of too course. immature to I'm deal sorry. with sorry.
0: I know. You're being yes, I was being sexist.
1: But she was the reason that she's uh, the Yoko
0: of B two K. Just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, Lil Fizz did that
1: public apology to Omar. He, yeah, did, he, he, did, so he did, he did, he did, he okay. did. Okay, um, next relationship: Rosario Dawson and Cory Booker. Excuse split. me, Senator Cory Booker. Split. split I'm done, shocked over. this took
0: so long to fizzle out after his failed failed run.
1: I thought the moment he was, I off thought she'd off be that like, primary bye. stage. She'd be like, see you later. Truly, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go film death. Dope sick or whatever she made that apparently was good she, that I never watched. Uh
0: she wanted to be first lady and not in a movie.
1: <laughs> I'd wanted to be first lady.
0: I know you did. I be know fun first did. lady. Cory Booker did. and
1: Rosario Dawson.
0: Yeah. She'd be she'd have fun in there, in that White
1: House. <laughs> but they're split. They dated for over two years, which is kinda nuts. Yeah. They remain friends. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh and then we have Moving on. This uh, Chris Kattan is dating a a woman named maria (laughs) actually no he called her a girl named maria because he was quoting west side story whatever
0: tweet from a guy named matt young says apparently there's a scandal in my hometown the now ex-wife of my girlfriend's podiatrist left her husband for chris katan wild stuff
1: and then posted a photo that chris katan official posted on instagram a selfie of him and this woman maria maria libri
0: Which happened to be the first picture he posted after he voluntarily left Celebrity Big Brother, which was kind of interesting. It, like, led the attention to this new woman who I'm Mm -hmm. not sure would have gotten the attention of being Chris Kattan's new girlfriend if not he had left Celebrity Big Brother to post the photo, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. What's
0: even crazier (laughs) is somebody in the replies tweeted this link to SS Magazine. Wait, I got to, like, figure out what—
1: Springfield scene.
0: Springfield (laughs) scene— Wait, Springfield,
1: Springfield Maps. Uh, I thought it was Ohio. Uh, no, Let's it probably see. is. Let's There's see. There's so little. many Springfields a lot that's of Springfields. the whole gag. <laughs> there are too many Springfields.
0: Oh, Illinois, Illinois. Illinois. Springfield, Springfield Illinois. Springfield, Scene magazine. Springfield, Illinois, six two seven oh four. Okay, so the True Heads know it's Illinois. And they have an article from October third, two thousand twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Chris Catan by Maria Libri Siegel. And she wrote – she starts her article with a quote from Rodol. I don't understand what's going on here. I chose my – cho- oh, she explains. I chose this quote to begin my article because Chris Katan was quick to point out each magical experience to me as they passed. Uh well,
1: The quote was, above all, watch with glittering eyes the whole world around you because the greatest secrets are always hidden in the most unlikely places. Those who don't believe in magic will never find it.
0: Yeah. So he kept pointing out magic to her. And literally, there's an interview of them in full on YouTube that you can watch at, in which I guess she's falling for him because...
1: She's falling in love <laughs> on this Springfield scene video interview with Chris Ketan. It's Katang. crazy. It's so... It's like, it's crazy. All right, we're here with Chris Kattan, Saturday Night Live alum, famous comedian, author, actor. He's pretty much everything. So we're glad to have you here, Chris.
0: Thanks, Maria.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't get that many celebrities in Springfield, so mm. this is kind of a big deal.
0: So it was Lincoln mm-hmm. and then me. That's
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Lincoln, <Wow>. Kattan, <laughs> that's right. But you have to move I wonder here who and it'll closer. be then.
0: The know, next one, well, someone uh, in three hundred years. Three hundred years. Hard to say. I don't so every two hundred years, you have a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a groundbreaking
1: celebrity. Oh,
0: who knows? Maybe so, it'll be a robot. In the future. Yeah, yeah, could be
1: half cat, half person.
0: That's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like your idea of a robot?
1: Well, you just don't know. I mean, everything just kind of morphs together, right? <laughs> so who knows? In the
0: future? It's, yeah, I guess so, probably. That,
1: it would be cute if it weren't a little unpleasant. It is. And you <laughs> like, read on.
0: The best way I can describe interacting with Chris is like feeling short of breath, just being around him. It's almost like he absorbs all the energy in the room that, until there is nothing left but the belly aches you have from laughing too hard. Blah, blah, blah. She says it's not very often you get to interview your favorite comedian. Etc., etc, etc. And then in the end she rose, As I finish up this story, <laughs> my phone just buzzed, notifying me of an awaiting text from Katan. So I'll end my story not with a closing remark, but instead to be continued. Does it say in this article that she's already married? Like what's going on?
1: <laughs> so dark. I just realized this is so dark. Her last name. Okay. Yep. Uh oh, oh God. Okay. Her last name is Maria Uh Libri-Sigle. S-I-G-L-E. Or Sigle. Which makes me think it's a Sigle. Which makes me think it's a married name because her Instagram now is just Maria Libri. There's no Sigle. So she's the Um, Sigle. I searched Google a very quick google there is a podiatrist with the last name Sigel uh-huh. in springfield illinois uh-huh. and he looks like he's about her age and it sort of seems like this is the guy that uh-huh. uh, she left for chris katan uh-huh. we're veering into knock territory in a way that makes me a little uncomfortable but you know blame chris katan
0: she posted recently two days ago i just met a boy named chris which doesn't work as well but it's
1: <laughs> <Quit. laughs> do people not remember how west side story ends like I, <laughs> why did they do this uh, uh, okay moving on here's a rumored relationship i'm making up a rumor right now zachary quinto i think is fucking lucas gage this
0: is not you are <laughs> this rumor
1: okay maybe they're not but they went to the fluff house super bowl weekend you party. You think anyone uh,
0: pictured with with Zachary Quinto is fucking Zachary
1: Quinto though. I d- uh, uh. Yeah, so. The <laughs> yes. point is so here's the thing so I thought they were fucking. I was like, okay, well they're fucking that like whatever. Um I that tracks to me.
0: You thought they were fucking because they went to the Fluff House celebration of Fluff versus Bears and the Ultimate Super Bowl inspired Meadow experience on Friday night at the Peterson yeah. Automotive Museum in Los Angeles.
1: When you go to the Fluff House celebration of Fluffs versus Bears at the Ultimate Super Bowl inspired meadow experience with Another hot person. It's just what we were talking about. Yeah. About like it's true. You're holding fucking... hands, whatever. Yeah. You go to the Fluff House Super Bowl weekend party, Fluff yeah. versus Bears at the Ultimate Super Bowl inspired meta experience, like you're probably yeah. fucking. Yeah. So my first gut was, Oh, I guess that they're fucking like you don't whatever. That's interesting because to the Fluff who...
0: House a Fluff a celebration of Fluff versus Bears, the Ultimate Super Bowl inspired meta experience in Los Angeles, California, at the Peterson Automotive Museum. You don't go and not fuck or fuck after or before, or whatever. Yeah. But
1: in my mind, I was like, oh, Lucas Gage, move on up. Like, <laughs> big things come from humble beginnings, right? Like, what what did he get famous for during the pandemic?
0: <laughs> Remember when his apartment was insulted? The, now The look director
1: at him. insulted his apartment. Look at him now. Right. So I was like, wow, look at him now. He's at a red carpet event with Zachary Quinto, right? That's all I'm thinking. But then. Then I do a little Googling before yeah. we get into the Fluffle and the NFTs and the We're not Open getting C- into
0: it, but FYI, so don't even bother okay, good, we're not. offering.
1: I went to his IMDb and I found out that. While it stands to reason that they could be fucking... I don't know. They're working together. And they're working together in a movie that I had never heard of until yesterday. And it has the wildest cast and creative team. It is a movie called Down Low. Here's the synopsis. A deeply repressed man. The uninhibited young man that gives him a happy ending. And all the lives they ruin along the way. Okay? Mm -hmm. Directed by writer Doyle. Mm -hmm. Who was that very, like, L.A. guy who... He wrote on that show, Bonding. He's an actor, too. Yeah. So he's directing the movie. Okay. He directed a lot of Bonding. Well, who else is in the movie? So it's directed by Ryder Doyle. It's written by Lucas Gage, who I didn't even realize that Lucas Gage was a writer, but I guess he is. It's written
0: by Lucas Gage and the co-producer of Assassination Nation and one of the producers of Euphoria. Which Lucas so, Gage was
1: on, I believe. Which he was on in the first yeah, season. Right. And it's starring, in case this wasn't wild enough, Simon Rex, Lucas Gage, Zachary Quinto, and then hold on to your fucking butts, Judith Light and Audra McDonald. <laughs> what is this movie? This is like you threw gay L.A. Twitter into a Vitamix. <laughs> like, what is this?
0: Yeah, sponsored by Cat um, uh, Valdez.
1: Sponsored by Cat Valdez. <laughs>
0: Sorry, that's from the movie. Oh my that's God. That's from the movie Marry Me. You have to see the movie Marry Me to understand Say that. Say yes. Joke. Okay, anyway, so, so this is a journey because I was like, oh, they're just fucking. You're but no, saying they're, they're not on a really interesting movie together. So are you, yeah, you saying, saying so, that if no. people attend the Fluff House World Presents, Fluff House LA, the celebration of Fluffs versus Bears and the Ultimate Super Bowl inspired meta experience, they're not fucking?
1: Mm-hmm. If you attend the Fluff House celebration of Fluffs versus Bears and the Ultimate Super Bowl meta experience at the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles, with Someone, two hot people. You're 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 fucking. But if you're working together, if you found out you're working together, then you're not fucking. I don't think they're fucking.
0: What if you're attending the Rolling Stone Live Super Bowl Party presented by Coinbase on Saturday night in Hollywood, and you're not only holding hands but touching "quote unquote" other body parts as well? Are you fucking?
1: <laughs> I think you're fucking. Mm, yeah. I Well, think then you're I fucking. guess
0: Audrina Partridge and Josh Henderson are fucking because <laughs> they did that. They did that.
1: Here's the headline. Audrina Patridge and Josh Henderson hold hands, quote, other body parts at Super Bowl. I
0: love love the journalism of comma, other body parts. Like, not even and other body parts, just comma, other body parts.
1: That's fucking, they're fucking... I've never heard holding other body parts holding body parts what are they as holding like a, is a he euphemism like for a pda
0: holding so that you could hold hands but what else i can mean Lindsay, hold? we've seen
1: the teaser for deep water we know what they were holding <laughs>
0: you're saying they're doing hand stuff at the rolling stone live super bowl party presented by coinbase
1: <laughs> i mean wouldn't you <laughs> what's the rolling stone live super bowl party presented by coinbase if not another setting for doing hand stuff
0: In- absolutely incredible these two have been dating for a while like this is not even news it's just a funny headline we, because we've, we literally, in 2019, when it was official that they were dating, there were all these headlines about it, and it was like we've been friends for a long time, and then we found a photo of them in 2009 where they were friends, they were together at a party, yeah, fresh faced. And
1: <laughs> NFT stands for non penetrative fucking tonight.
0: Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> I'm just That's it's not even it's, not, There's a P oh, in it doesn't there. Really
1: work. It could work. I don't know. Here's a headline from 2019 that you remembered, I think verbatim. Audrina Patridge and Josh Henderson are dating, but, quote, aren't in a serious relationship. You were like, oh, I know all about Audrina Patridge and Henderson. Right.
0: And now they are. Now they're And now they are. And now, and now, are. And now we said in the it. Body parts. And now they are. And now they're finger fucking at the fucking Rolling Stone Live <laughs> Super Bowl party presented by Coinbase. Oh, my God. Has Bitcoin ever made anyone horny in their lives? Oh, my God. Probably. Um, Upsettingly, probably. What's this?
1: Hopefully, this is the last we'll hear of NFTs. I saw this headline. Charlize Theron reveals the identity of her Super Bowl, quote, mystery man. And it was based on a selfie that she posted on Instagram with this guy who she never names. But she saw the headlines calling him a mystery man. And she goes, Super Bowl with my mystery man. Thanks for letting me borrow your hubby, Ash. And I think it's just one of her best friends' husbands.
0: I love that she has. I feel like it's. You unfortunately you just have to say that or else they're gonna you're gonna get fucking Ex- mystery man bullshit. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. She's yeah. like, I need to shut them down instantly. So yeah. she shut them down instantly. So she took her friend's the-
0: husband Ash to the game, which is very mm-hmm. nice because it's like, you know, Charlize Theron can just like call in a Super Bowl ticket, no problem. Just like, yeah, give me a mm-hmm. ticket, whatever. Took her friend's husband. Uh, ran into Matt Damon, incredible, while her friend's husband watched. Like, oh, that's Matt Damon. And There's a
1: great photo of him just observing as Matt Damon chats with Charlize. Bobby, Matt's not interested in this friend.
0: Bobby thinks that Ash is Ashley George, aka the executive director at Charlize's out Africa outreach project. So, like, Africa an important friend yeah. who she works with. Yeah,
1: you know. I think so because I searched her Instagram follow list for any like people because she doesn't follow many people uh-huh. i was like does she follow anyone named ashley and she only follows one person yes named that ashley. is probably person.
0: ash's husband lucky probably guy. ash's husband lucky guy lucky guy
1: lucky guy. Um, lucky guy um we have three major stories um which shout out timmy for giving us a great name for this segment which is called headlines because it's about hair
0: oh my god
1: Head. Headlines.
0: When we let Timmy get wild with the categorization, he... he <laughs>
1: That's me applauding, Timmy. Thank you. This is so good. These Timmy.
0: are headlines, dot, dot, dot. Literally, it's about hair. Starting with... <laughs>
1: Want to alternate?
0: Yes. Starting with, Ilaria Baldwin shows up chic new hairstyle. I like short hair. Can you... <laughs> okay.
1: Can you read the subhead, please? Her quote. Okay. It's, a, it's unbelievable.
0: Okay, hold on. I'm sexy, I'm fearless, I'm divine, I'm unbeatable, I'm creative, dot, dot, dot. I am feminine, I am masculine. Ilaria Baldwin wrote to herself on Instagram. (laughs) Oh my god, she is. Continues to be. Nothing stops this woman from being insufferable, even a huge scandal. Just soldiers
1: on. If that happened to you, wouldn't you throw your phone into the sea and never look at the internet again? Wouldn't
0: I move back to Spain where I claimed I was from in the first place? yes. Bye-bye. Wouldn't
1: I move back to Boston? Oh, right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She's from Boston, Lindsay. That's true. Okay. Here's headline two. Easier. Headline. Chris Pine looks unrecognizable with long hair and overgrown beard. When
0: I tell you Bobby has sent the photo of Chris Pine to almost every group (laughs) chat I'm in... Over the past three or four days. That's two.
1: That's two. <laughs> like, I don't know why I need
0: to see this photo of Chris Pine with a long beard. will
1: we just send it to a third one? Because I could do it right now. For no reason. How many apropos group chats
0: need to see this picture of Chris happy, Pine? Apropos
1: of nothing, it's dropping in right here. <laughs> Which no one? one's going to know why. But they're all going to be happy to see it. Which they're one? all going to be happy to see it.
0: Which one? This I'm man. glad you're shifting your horniness for Jake Gyllenhaal squarely onto Chris Pine's back. I hope he doesn't let you Jake down. Jake
1: yeah. Jake, yeah. Jake who? Yeah. It's Chris Pine yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's been Chris. I mean it's always been Chris Pine. It's very like it was always you, Helen.
0: You to Chris Pine. It's always been you. It's always been, it's you. Always been
1: you. Chris, it's always been you. It's always been you. His little chain? Really? Really. It's always been you, right? Oh, God. Oh feel like time just froze. Not
0: only is there one more headline, this is the punchline of the bit. Got it. Ava Max debuts new red hair at Christian Siriano Fashion Show. And if this means nothing to you, you clearly have not been following the trajectory of Ava Max, whose haircut is literally one of her defining features.
1: One of her defining feature
0: in case you're asking Lindsay, is her hair just red but still uneven no she cut her hair evenly (laughs) aka she fired her wig stylist and threw the uneven wig in the toilet
1: if she's symmetrical she's unrecognizable okay
0: she said until we meet again max
1: cut it's gone
0: my I was coloring a bunch of wigs and then my hair and then I finally cut my hair one side and then the cookies were burning and I all over the place like I could smell them burning and so I had to walk downstairs with one side cut without cutting the other side and so I I, the cookies were like dead right they like died (laughs) I don't I can't bake I can't cook I suck at that so I start walking upstairs and I pass a mirror and then I'm like oh i'm like this feels like me all right i'm not kidding you it was like a light bulb like oh my god You're like, i'm like, not gonna cut you this side i'm not i love it like this and then i started going out places people were make, giving me weird looks i was like this is perfect this is the perfect message do what you want don't care what
1: anyone else thinks basically and the max cut was born <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: i understand that like it must suck if you are uh, i think specifically this is a pop star thing not even an actor thing but it's like when you when you're look I mean this happened to Billie Eilish where it's like the look is your identity and the look is the thing that makes people know who you are, but you personally are like, I hate this thing that defines me. I need to get rid of it. I mean it is a risk to cut it. And I I give her props for taking a risk, but like I have no idea who this woman is anymore. <laughs> uh, Zero uh, clue. Right.
0: Literally, a, a zero recognition of this woman. Hear her songs all the time, not even saying her songs are doing well because you hear them all the time, but <laughs> without her uneven hair, blonde haircut, just right over my head, have no idea who you are. You know what I mean?
1: Oh my god, we never said that the NBC camera operators confused Janae Iko and Mickey oh Guyton live on television.
0: Arguably the hooiest moment of the night was when they mixed them up, which is like, yikes, you had two people to figure out who sang which song, and you could not get them right two people who are don't look alike alike at all
1: who don't look alike at all but also mickey guyton i think is pretty certifiably a who janae Iko, we've been on the fence with her before so it's like these are not both two no-name people i just you know? can't
0: believe right it's like i might think it's just they like they really don't look alike like i it's really like and one girl is <laughs> singing america the beautiful woman singing the national anthem is that is that what was happening mm-hmm,
1: interesting mm-hmm. you couldn't figure They're that wrote out very good
0: meanwhile you're telling me i'm supposed to know what ava max looks like without her iconic max cut <laughs> no no she wiped her whole gram for the new era she was like this is my era new era
1: imagine if that nbc that poor nbc cameraman had 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 been tasked to find ava max in a crowd imagine
0: <laughs> They're, they were told she has blonde hair and it's unevenly cut. It's, she's easy to find. Meanwhile, he didn't know she's in a new era. And the era is red hair.
1: Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on
0: Instagram? She's the Who queen. Tens of people want to. rita ora up to Who is this woman
1: big 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 week
0: rita was not only at the super bowl she was in the like vip box which she's you know you there's photos of her taken by Martha. Martha Stewart is taking a pan of Super Bowl 56. You get Rita her VIP area. You get Rita and in the shot next to Rita is, I think Leonardo DiCaprio wearing his mask. Cause he's like, get the fuck away from
1: me. <laughs> it's I it's, it's not certainly Leonardo DiCaprio, but it, Probably it's probably Leonardo, Leonardo
0: DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Oops, It's probably Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's be real. And it's guess what's
1: on Rita's phone? That fucking chain Which I still that cut she out. loves so much. I still cut out of the episode, by the way. They don't even know. No, you didn't. Did. But I- people knew. Someone tweeted at us that she has the iconic chain. Oh, really? Okay. Did you cut it?
0: I thought i have cut it every time.
1: It's her favorite possession, that chain.
0: I know. It really helps her stand out. Martha caught Rita taking a photo of Taika in the VI- the VVVVVVVIP box. But they mm-hmm. also did the, she also did the rounds. She went to the Vaz, J. Morgan, and at Michael's Valentine's Day party. Vaz, J. Morgan, and Michael are like really, and I have to say, not that I think they'll ever be thems, but they're really cementing their who status on the scene by hosting these friends. nice, nice parties that a lot of A-listers come to. And Rita is the queen because she knew them first.
1: The only way this works is if they are actually fun. <laughs> like, they must be so Fun, fun. And like... Right. Well, just fun. Like, fun. And like, where you see them and they like, remember you. And they're like, they must be so chummy.
0: No, and I think they're also... Michael, especially, is really throwing down the credit card. You know? Like... Yeah. And it's really <laughs> funny to me that Rita knew these guys first. Not only did Rita uh-huh. know them first, she was... Vos Morgan is like her best friend.
1: Best friend. And
0: she was on at Michael's feed sit for the... From the very beginning, we were here's, like, who is here's. Michael? Yeah. Who is at Michael? And now they're throwing an A-listers only valentine's day well not a listers only <laughs> it's like well, d listers included it's like <laughs> it's d listers it, like only party
1: i mean kristen stewart is doing a lot of heavy lifting here you know kristen stewart's appearance really increases the market value for this, we place, got, for this like, party
0: five photos of rita and kristen and i have to say it's very devil and angel i love it it's like devil and angel kristen's in white rita's in black they look like they're from opposite sides of the planet i absolutely well, no love but it. rita's
1: Rita's in black, but Rita's the angel. Oh, you think and Kristen's, Kristen's the devil? Stewart's in white, yeah, and Kristen's true. the devil. It's true. Because Rita's full glam. Rita's like beautiful glam. It's true. You know? It's true. So I'm glad we've... that
0: Rita Ora had a nice weekend at the Super Bowl because she had a terrible week. Terrible. <laughs> she had terrible The moment a terrible we stopped recording,
1: week. she got the worst news. The worst news okay, for fucking life.
0: Rita Ora. <laughs> Wait, but we did we even talk about the Disney thing? No,
1: because this happened. She announced her Disney Plus collaboration like one hour after we stopped recording. And she posted this photo of her looking so cute in an oversized like business Rita outfit at the Disney Plus offices, doing a Kevin McAllister Home Alone face underneath the Disney Plus logo and she goes, I can't keep the secret any longer. I'm beyond excited to be joining the cast of the Beauty and the Beast prequel series. As a child I remember watching Beauty and the Beast with my family over and over and immediately falling in love with the music and the characters never in my wildest dreams. Could I have imagined joining this fairy tale world? To everyone that helped make this happen, I'm forever grateful. And then she goes, I feel like my i feel like all my dreams are coming true oh my life God. is feeling like a disney I feel movie just and hearing
0: this is just it hurts my heart.
1: josh gad writes we are so beyond excited to have you you are going to destroy, destroy this, role. this role and this is this high profile to its credit will i ever watch this if rita's in it i'm watching it but if not no it's a high profile disney prequel to i mean beauty and the beast prequel that was like led by luke evans and josh gad like it was a list. No, this is a great that. role for her. It's a big her. deal.
0: And she treated it accordingly. And then, mm-hmm. literally, like a day later, right? A day later. A day later, a day they later. announce, oh, never mind. We're putting the series <laughs> on hold. I just, first of all, whoever like handled the rollout of this, I hope Elena Ora sues the shit out of them because. They really – Oh, embar- God,
1: I'm wrong. Three days later. Three okay, days later, well, this they was embar- They
0: embarrassed Rita because she didn't need to mm-hmm. go – she didn't need to do all of this to three days later have this be put on hold. Brutal. Just brutal.
1: And so Deadline had the T right? And it's actually like something – They keep saying it's on hold, but when you read the details, it's like, I don't think this is ever getting made. According to sources, the call to not proceed with the show was made for creative reasons, with the scripts and original music not coming together in the direction expected or running behind schedule. With a number of creative creative elements up in the air and the shoots start already pushed from early spring to summer, a decision was made to put the project on hold. Pushing filming further into the fall was not an option because of talent availability and weather concerns. So they were like, we're going to shoot it in the spring. And then they were like, never mind, we're going to shoot it in the summer. And then they were like, wait, it's still not ready. I guess we'll have to shoot it in the fall. And they were like, we can't shoot in the fall. And so now it's just like TBD. And at that point, what? I don't think this is going to happen. Rita, this would have been huge for her. Singing, dancing, wearing gowns.
0: I know. It's like... I, I, I rarely feel, like, real cringe for Rita, but, like, this was... Br- like, just the fact that they let her do this whole, like, announcing thing, fo- posing with a Disney logo, and then three days later... You know who I blame? Josh Gad. This is Josh Gad's yeah. fault somehow. Uh, I mean,
1: my media diet is very specific, but, like, I hadn't heard of this prequel series until Rita posted about it. You I know? knew like, that Josh didn't Gad Luke. and
0: Luke Evans had pitched... I think they really wanted to do a Gaston and
1: Lafou. And my media thing. diet includes Luke Evans's Instagram, so I I don't know how this passed me.
0: Not my media diet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, uh-huh. whoever did this to Rita should fucking be sued into oblivion because it's very rude mm-hmm. and they let her really make a fool of herself. Luckily, she had Super Bowl weekend to kind of you know
1: exactly cheer. Her I, up. It did. It really bummed me out. Yeah. It really bummed me yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and this this was on the Sun. A source said she was absolutely devastated. Yeah, when well, she was told the show had been put on hold. So was I. Um, but I love. We can end with this great quote. This is a great thing to have on your on your side. Uh huh. This is like um. The One of the ultimate recommendation letters, right? Or like uh, uh-huh. uh, endorsements on LinkedIn. Yeah, Disney, there's a source. Disney are huge fans of Rita. Senior execs there are backing her all the way. If Disney likes you, I think you're in a good place. <laughs> right? That's true. Whatever you think about Disney. Like whatever you think about Disney. That's also what you know, we say mm-hmm.
0: when people ask us about Rita. Disney loves her. Who Weekly are huge fans of Rita. Oh. <laughs> Co hosts there are backing her
1: all the way. All the way. All the way. 100%.
0: Wishing her the best, always. And just like that,
1: we're done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619-who-them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our weekly call-in show on Fridays. Uh, support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for bonus episodes, commentaries, a newsletter, and more. We're definitely going to do a lot of deep water chatter. We're definitely going to do a lot of marry me chatter. We're reading Chriselle Staus's book. You know, it's all over the place.
0: All over the place.
1: Um, all over the place. And... I think that's it. No. Oh, thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. I'll never forgive you for headlines, Timmy. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will yo, 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 They want
0: to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. hey. Mia. Come, come on.
1: Hey. I want to be famous.